The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 108, recorded August 3rd, 2021. My name is Joe Becker. I'm half of the KyberCast team. The other half is... I thought you were two-thirds, or I was two-thirds. I don't know how that works, but this is Michael Diaz. I'm part of the part of the team as well. Part of it. I have no idea what percentage, <laughs> but it's significant. <laughs> it uh, what's going on? Not much. Uh, I mean, work's going well. I don't know about you, but uh, well, I know you're. How often do you work from home? Uh, two days a week. Three days, I, three days in the office. Two days a week. I just got approved to finally work two days a week from home. That's cool. I asked for it weeks ago, and I was told no. But then we lost a bunch of staff, and then I was told, yeah, maybe. We'll go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So that happened. Well, I'm glad you're not one of the staff that was lost. Oh, no, no. They weren't cut. They left for jobs that allowed work from home. Oh, got it. Got yeah. it, got it, got it. No, 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 no. We're where I work, we're growing. So gotcha. There's no good. cuts. All right. Well, that's good. Good to hear. Growth is good. How are you, Joe? You just went golfing. I did. I'm angrier than when I started. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that possible? Yeah, oh yeah. You haven't even seen my anger. <laughs> so uh golf pretty yeah. well, did you? No. No. Not good at all. But I, I golfed. I golfed. It was nice outside. We got to golf with Michelle. So there you go. Spend some time. Yeah. Us time outdoors. That's what we did on Sunday. We actually, I didn't realize it, but just like two miles by how the crow flies, there's a whole animal park and sanctuary that I didn't know existed. They don't sell food too, do they? Uh, what, just uh, bison burgers and bacon <laughs> and sausage. I mean, is that is that normal? <laughs> yeah. Look at all these cats. No, they have an ice cream. They have an ice cream shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fun. Shit. That's cool. Um, all right, let's jump in the news since it's kind of slow week. We've you know, there's not much out there. Things uh, will ramp up towards the fall, obviously, as we get uh, August seems like a pretty empty month coming up. But there's a little bit of news. Um, I actually posted this once on this. I, don't, I think I beat you to the post, Michael, on the debut of Amazon's Lord of the Rings television show is going to be coming out September 2nd, 2022. Michael doesn't care. I don't. Um, <laughs> I mean, I saw you posted it and I, you know, I know they're spending I, I, a boatload of money on it. I posted it because you would never have. <laughs> I would have posted. I mean, I, I post a bunch of stuff I don't care about. Well, not a bunch. Some things I don't care about. Right. We'll talk about we'll talk about that in just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean the the if you saw the image that they showed, it looked pretty interesting. Um I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm gonna give it a shot. Now it takes place 
thousands of years before uh, The Hobbit. So, uh, but I guess it says it's going to have characters both familiar and new. So, um, probably some old elves in there. Um, so I'm, how, I'm. How old can an elf live? I mean, I thought they, they can only live a thousand or so years. I I don't know. Um, I don't know the rules in Lord of the Rings, but it could be Elrond who was older. Hopefully, it's it's got to be for who you're familiar with, and Elrond is like the one of the oldest elves towards. Um, the Lord of the Rings, so I'm, I'm guessing it might be him. Be interesting, or it could well, be a I kid. Mean, I don't know. Like Sauron, he's like a god, right? So I'm assuming he. No, I just uh, so often. not necessarily a god. Um, a, a master of dark magic, I guess. Not necessarily yeah. a god. I mean, but there's mythical. It, yeah, it's fantasy. It's it's not necessarily a god. Like if you have to. Like Gandalf is a wizard and they go through, they're not gods, but they're um, like demigod, maybe. Like they're human too. Right. So, But no human lives over a thousand years. Well, so. magic, it's a different thing. Yeah. They don't really, well, at least I haven't read why, what's, and how's. I just read the stories. But you just, you just say they live a couple thousand years. Like, okay. Well, <laughs> here's my question. So obviously... You know, The Fellowship of the Ring and those three novels, those are books that he wrote. And I know he wrote some other books as well, but mm-hmm. and I know there's the Cimmerillion, which is like the history, right? Yeah, basically. It's no stories. It just kind of shows different things. So where are these stories coming from? Um, parts of those. And I think his son kept on his legacy and wrote some things. Um, sure. You know... This is based on the Second Age, I guess, uh, which is, um, I guess, the... I didn't know that there was... Yeah, the Third Age was uh, what we were familiar with. Um, but yeah, I don't... I I don't know. All right. Could, I, I think his, his son took over the the, the some of the writing... And, but it doesn't say who's right. It could be just like here's characters, and it could be all not, it could be not Tolkien at all. But I, I find that hard to believe because they're pretty they're pretty protective of uh, the Tolkien brand. That makes sense. But I think the big question here is: Are you excited? Yeah, I, I'm excited, but I'm scared because you know it could be horrible. Do I trust Amazon? Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I am excited, I, but I got to see the the first things. Um, for, I'm looking up stuff too as we talk. It's uh, the writing team behind Lord of the Rings includes Jason Cahill, Justin Doble, Helen Shang. Um, writing consultant Janice Mullins, the team will tackle a new chapter and adapting J.R.R. Tolkien's classic middle So it's just new people. So they basically bought the, the name, right? It looks like, and they've got writers, right? So, as far as we know, I mean, this might be based on some of the histories and stuff that have been alluded to, but I would there's hope no, so. There's no actual book for them to base this off of. No, but they better pick something from that history. Like if it's just all nonsense, then they'll lose because there's Tolkien fans. Like I'm not like uh, uh, I'm a fan, but I'm not like so tight into it like like star wars i know all these little little facts but right, um right. but yeah i would assume that the people that are going to 
see this first are going to be the really diehards because I still I don't know what it the you know Lord of the Rings means pop culturally. It's not Marvel, right? Is the name a big enough draw? That's I guess that's the question we're going to find out. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't think it's even as big as Harry Potter, right? From a visual movie standpoint, you know, in ter- in terms of for for people to watch something. I think it, it, I'm not talking about how well the movies are made. I'm talking about subject matter. Well, the Hobbit movies, I mean, they're not held up to quite the same as, as you know, level of esteem as Lord of the Rings movies, but they still made money. Oh, yeah, they made money. They did well, and they're not bad. Um, I like them. Uh, but you got to watch them someday, Mr. Fantasy. I know you hate it, but mm, you get it. You do. I think you should. I think it's... It's important. I watched one. It was terrible. You watched the entire one, entire movie. Yeah. I was in the mm-hmm. theater and then I was uh-huh. like, oh my God, this is over. Thank God. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe it. it's terrible. You don't know what you're talking yeah, it about. It was terrible. Fellowship was great, man. Ended with a troll and a demon that took Gandalf down. That was pretty exciting. I, I didn't care. Oh, that's too bad. I had no reason to care for Gandalf. I was like, what? So, yeah. I was like, so this old guy died. <laughs> God. That's all I got. I don't know. Maybe I do need to watch it again, but I don't know. I, I, th- I think you're just, you're misunderstanding the role of what a fellowship means and the coming together of people and when you lose people in battle. I mean, it's it's part of the whole Lord of the Rings thing. It's, not just fighting and then run, fight, run. It's, there's relationships that build and all that kind of stuff. So different classes that have to find a way to get along, you know. No, it's the only thing can make it entertaining. No, it's very entertaining. You're crazy. All right, go on. <laughs> move move on to the next. Speaking know, of things that aren't very entertaining. Horrible. Yeah, no, <laughs> this looks horrible. You know, I, I can't speak to it. Yes, I have to admit I am not super jazzed for that. I know some of our listeners are. I've already posted. They the don't know what we're talking about yet. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I posted the trailer. It looks over the top. It looks like Woody Harrelson is going to um, be Mickey from Natural Born Killers, but with Hair. symbiotic superpowers. It's, I mean. It looks terrible. It doesn't look terrible, but I haven't seen the first one because I feel like they're trying to turn. They're trying to turn Venom into like Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool, like the way they do the jokes. It's like you're not good at it. Like whoever's delivering it, it's just it sounds like the fucking Kool Aid Man. Who is doing the voice? Is it is Tom Hardy just doing the voice or someone else doing the voice? Oh, I have no, I have no idea. Here's the thing: I like Tom Hardy. I think he's. It's got nothing to do with him, right? I like him. I just, I don't think, I think he has the potential to elevate the material, but I don't think he's got a lot of great material to work with. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I, I really can't say much. I haven't seen the first one. I keep intending to. I DVR'd it, but it turned out to be a, a broadcast television version. I'm like, I don't want to see that. I want to see the actual movie. So I'm going to have to find it and watch the first Venom. And then I can make a proper assessment of this. I mean... <laughs> I've already made the proper assessment. Well, you can't do that. 
Oh, I can. <laughs> I can. I've seen the first one, and this one doesn't look any okay, better. Okay, that's right. You good. have seen the first one. You at least got me there. <laughs> you know, I some people that I saw the first one, they said it was more kind of like the uh, Fast and Furious films. So, in that, you knew it was awful, but you still enjoyed it. Like, yeah. kind of like the band Kiss. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, or, uh, you know. Journey Tribute Band or something. Oh, here we go again. Here we go. <laughs> so bad it's good, right? Right. Anyway, right. new trailer's out. Uh, we've posted it. I know some of you are looking forward to it. I don't mean to piss on your parade. I just, I can't get excited, that excited for it because I haven't seen the first one. So maybe I'll rectify that tonight or tomorrow right. or who knows. Right, right. Right, you go to the next one. You wrote it down. All right, so... Came out uh, last week that Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney, which, you know what? Disney could have avoided all this. Her well, argument tell, is, tell the listeners that don't know yeah, what, yeah, what so she's suing over. Here's what she's suing over. So her argument is basically that because it wasn't a theater-only release, that cut into her points. She got back-end points, which paid her out. So it didn't do as well in the box office. And we saw that. It dropped precipitously the second week. And basically what she's saying is, it's because you released it on Disney Plus as well, and I don't get a cut of that, so pay me? Yeah, and but Disney said they, that she does get a cut of that. Well, maybe so, but I, I'm, I'm assuming she was well, going to get some kind of streaming, and I'm assuming it's it's not... I don't... I, I, I'm going to side with her, because even Kevin Feige, from what we hear... Is siding with her. Yeah. I said about siding. I'm just saying what the rebuttal was. It's, we yeah. can't just say what the rebuttal was that she gets paid for the streaming. Now, from what I understand, the contract is they weren't, she gets paid for streaming, but the streaming wasn't supposed to happen at the exact same time as the movie coming out. Exactly. So they're both playing what the law is, I guess, legal. Um, and it'll go to court. There'll be a settlement. She'll get half of what she wanted. And, you know, Disney still wins. Here's the thing but she's going to make somebody. They're going to make other stars apprehensive. Well, it just it just looks really bad. I mean, Warner Brothers finally released Wonder Woman, and that went to streaming, went straight to HBO. There's no additional fee. But to smooth things over, Warner gave both uh, Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins $10 million extra. Yeah. Saying you probably would have earned about this much if we released it in the theater. So right. here you go. It makes and things a you know lot better, doesn't it? <laughs> Everyone's happy. Check. Right. No one's suing. Right. So Disney could have done the same thing and save face. I mean, how much bad press did that just cost them? Right. If and, it all depends on what the contract says. You know, um they from what I read, they they paid her close to eleven million dollars from the streaming, is what she made. That's the thing. Could she have made more? I mean, it's sure it's could alchemy. Here, here's here's what they would say. Could we have made more? This is how they'll win the case. It wasn't just screwing her out of the points. There's a lot of investors in that movie that are the producers and stuff that put up the money that right. also could have made more monies. Everybody could have made more money that that um was accounted for them if it if it was still at the theater and sold better. Now. You know, I'm just being devil's advocate of, a, of how, you know, a lawyer, these kind of cases have to be clear cut. Like, is there a real 
damage here, right? So right. they they would say, well, we all lost money. It wasn't just her. So like even Disney, we lost money by doing both because if we kept it in a theater, we could have prolonged it. But we didn't do that because, A, we're a nice company and people are still afraid of COVID. They don't want to go out. And we want to give them an opportunity to watch it. They're going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, but Disney is a bigger company, a billion dollar company. Yeah. And really it works in their favor to a degree because by making it a Disney Plus exclusive with an additional fee. They got new signings. Yep. More subscribers. Right. So that doesn't them, help that doesn't help the people that produce the movie though. Well, Disney produced it. No, no. Well, yes, but there's when it says, you know, Marvel and this, it's not funded necessarily all by them. Everybody that is a producer thereafter, like executive producer, producer, right, you know, four five, they all are invested in that movie with their money. I it's not that. always just but those are the ones that get like, well, I get this amount of points, seven of points, whatever. It was right. released through Marvel, just like yes. you released through Reunited Artists or, or that. So Disney releases it. Marvel is the is the production company, and then all the producers that go into there. So but hey, they could have avoided it. If though. you piss off actors like that, that's not going to help your bottom line later. Well, and it also doesn't look good that she's a female actress, right? Yep. Now, I get the times are different, but none of this, you know, this didn't happen to Robert Downey Jr. This didn't happen to Chris Evans. Now I get it. They weren't, you know, their films were not released during COVID, but it just looks bad. Right. Well, we'll see what they do with Shang-Chi. Are they going to do the same thing or are they going to wait? As far as I know, well, that's right, because that's we know it's coming in the theater, but... Uh, Delta virus keeps running. yeah. I mean, yep, yep. they have every opportunity to do both to, to that movie too. Well, let's face okay, but at least with Shang Chi, let's face it. Um, and I forget his name. The lead act, the lead actor of that movie, does not have the clout that Scarlett Johansson does because she. No, but I think this movie. Will, I think this movie years. will do better than Black Widow. That may be, but he doesn't have that power. He'd probably get paid way less to begin with. Oh, for sure. His contract, he probably is not getting back. And, 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 and should get paid way less. Um, Scarlett exactly. Johansson grew that role for 10 years. That's my point. Because yeah. she did that, she got points on the back end. And yeah, she, she deserves everything. She, right. Listen, she deserves everything that's coming to her. I'm not the law. I don't know what the contracts are. They're, I mean, clearly there's something wrong. Somebody breached a contract somewhere. And I don't think that they would make it public from Scarlett Johansson's point of view if they were didn't have a really, really good case, put it that way. Right. But Disney can always be, this is really the test of Disney is what they do now. Do they really become pricks and really, because who's got more money in legal battles? Like they could break her if they want to. They could, but they're going to look terrible in the in, you know, in You're right. It just That's what I'm saying. How dicky will they get over this? Um, and if that's the more why I'm they surprised do, they haven't done something yet to make this right. Uh, well, we could find out in a week that it's all, you know, withdrawn and paid which is how it should be all right one more or two more all right apparently there's a new predator movie coming out soon not exactly sure when but it's basically almost done yeah it was kind of a snuck up on anybody (laughs) no offense or no no uh no pun i guess right (laughs) that was well done um I guess they've been filming this and not in secret, but they just weren't super public about it. And they've been filming, been filming it over COVID and 
Uh, we don't know what it's going to be called yet. It seems that it's going to be a prequel. They've kept things very tight-lipped. We don't know exactly what the film's about, except that, like I said, it, it's supposed to be the first Predator ever come to Earth. That's what I've heard. So if we're using the other movies as canon, like Predator 2, you know, one of them pulls out a pistol, uh, you know, old flintlock pistol that's from, I want to say it was from the 1800s or something right. like that. Right. So... We know they've been coming to Earth at least that long. So, and do they lose was, every time, or do they keep coming back to try and win? Is that the? Well, I think they come back and hunt humans, and I, you know, obviously the whole thing is that humans are the most dangerous game. Read the read that book if you haven't already. Um, so that, that they the like one, the Is that the one by Trump? Who's that? No, what? <laughs> what? There's a short humans. story called "The Most Dangerous Game." Didn't you have to read it? No. It's a good story. You should who's, it written, who's it written by? I don't remember off the top of my head. But right. I had to read it in English class way back in the day, and I it's great. Was your teacher a hunter? I don't remember which English <laughs> class I read it in, so I can't <laughs> Just tell you. Seriously. Okay. So it's I, a great I, I would, story. You should find it. Are you excited for this predator or just like whoa? Um I am excited just because it's a surprise that there's a Predator movie coming out because I'm a Predator diehard. I love, I love that first movie. And oh, I the admit, first one's great. It's so I, corny now, but it's great. I even like the second one with Danny Glover. Yes, me too. I think, you know, that one gets uh, like shit out a lot, but I really I like liked the, it. I like the preference, uh, uh, not preference, the, um, the, the basic story premise. Yeah. Of the story. Yeah. Yeah, I, liked I liked it. it. I, I, I know it it's good. not as good as the first one, but it was fun in its own way. Yeah. Yeah. So now that said, Predators. Didn't it, see you it. Know, that, it was all right. You know, I didn't the see past two. Oh, really? No. I think you should check out Predators. Arnold never went back to that franchise, right? No. That would be a hell of an ending for Arnold, though. He should have. There was talk that he might come back in the last one, and they were talking about getting him in as a, like a cameo, and it just didn't work out. But they they got really close. But anyhow, uh, Predators. You know, I actually quite like that one, even though it wasn't directed by Robert Rodriguez. It was produced by him, and I think it was directed by was it uh, pretty good. Yeah, uh, was it Nimrod Antel? I think it was the guy's name. Anyhow, it's decent. Predators, and there's a twist in that film as well, which I don't want to ruin really for you. Aliens came it. in. What's that? Um, no, there's no aliens. Well, there was an Aliens versus Predator at one point, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, 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 but not yeah. in that particular film. I thought maybe yeah. that's the end credit scene. <laughs> no, there's a twist. Well, I don't want to ruin it. No, don't that, worry about that it. That came out like over ten years ago. Yeah, uh, it takes place on a planet that's not Earth. Oh, gotcha. You find out there's all these humans that were abducted and brought to this planet to be hunted. It's basically like a uh, like running, running man for like a hunting preserve. Gotcha. You dropped all these humans and then you find out they're being hunted by super predators and blah, blah, blah. And anyhow. What, so did you see the latest one that was, or with I saw Keegan? that one in the theater as well. And it's not that good. Oh, that's too bad. I wanted it to be good, but it, you know, it, it had the potential to be good. I mean, Shane Black who came in as a script doctor on the first one. He played the character Hawkins. 
he was only cast in the film so that way he could be on set. It was during a writer's strike. Oh, so you can get it. So they cast him so he could be Hawkins, the guy that tells the filthy jokes. So he could actually be on set and help with the rewrites. Wow. And so there was a lot of hope when that one came out because he, he's an excellent writer. He, uh, you know, he wrote and directed what Iron Man 3. Mm, okay. Um, not one of my favorites, but it's not bad. It's not terrible. It's better than two. And there's some cool parts, especially, you know, the whole midair rescue with Iron Man right. and the plane and all that. I mean, right. there's some cool stuff. Yeah, she, sure. Shane Black's done some good stuff. Right. So there was a lot of hope, but it just didn't turn out. Right. So that said, I will always be eager and interested in any Predator or Alien property that comes out because I want them to be good again. I'm afraid they won't be, but I, I'm like a <laughs> battered spouse and that I'm like, I'm going to keep coming back for more. Well, you know, to me, if to do a really good Predator, the first, I think the opening sequence, first 10 minutes, the, the, the first, what they say, 15 to 20 pages of the script to get you into the movie should just be Arnold Schwarzenegger, old guy, old as he is now living in the jungle. And then two Predators come, they finally found him that killed the other one. And it's kind of like he takes one out through the fight and the other one takes him out. And then you know how badass these predators are. Like they got better. You know what I mean? And then you, then you cut like, I think that'd be a great first, first 15 minutes of the movie. So when's your pitch meeting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's out there now, but that would never, that, that would get all predator fans from the original to come and see Arnold, get him taken out. Like, you know, he like, he lived his last day, but he fought to the end. And then, you I'd know, be okay with that. And then Can't maybe something. some, something else happens after, you know, I don't want to say Arnold's family, but it could be, you know, right. It's uh, great. Chris Hemsworth, you know, taking over or whatever right. or something like that. You know, it's great when you can, you know, bring back an old character, especially like what you're going to talk about next. Yeah. Was he old though? I don't know if he was old. He was old on set, oh, but not. So right. yeah, I, they, so coming up, like uh, I said in the last podcast, they're going to show the, making of the final episode of season two of the Mandalorian. And that is where spoilers, if you haven't watched it, Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight comes back um, at the end of, of that as uh, right out of the return of the Jedi. It's uh, we, we uh, computer generated, um, not deep faked, but something like that. But right. come to find out they, you know, as, Disney posted a teaser shot online showing Mark Hamill actually in the space where they filmed it um, on set, but in costume. You know, I, I knew he was around, but I did not think he would be in full costume. I don't think they uh, deep faked him. I think they probably got him for the way maybe Mark would move and then... Did a, you know, we'll find out, but I, I know there was another stand in for him. Cause you know, Hey, Mark's not quite as, nor am I, or, you know, as in good a shape as he was when he was in his twenties. Um, yeah. But I, I find it pretty intriguing <laughs> that he was actually there on set in, in costume. That is cool. I'll give you that. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. I, I can't wait to watch this thing. I cannot wait. When does like, it come out again? I want to say like August 25th or something like that. It's like the third week of August. Um, not positive. Like I have to double check, but, um, what was I going to say? The, just 
I'm wondering how much behind the scenes vocalization from Mark they'll let him have. Like, I, for instance, you know, did you like bringing Luke back and maybe differently than he was was in, you know, the Last Jedi? Like, you just open that little door for Mark to go. Yeah, he sucked in Last Jedi. That really like coming. <laughs> like, will he be that controversial? Because <laughs> he was pretty vocal about not liking the way Luke was written. Right. Um, so it's not like you know he's never said it before. Um, right. But but anyways, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. All right. Geek out about this week, Joe. Well, I mean, it's not a huge geek out. I just happened to be on. Um, we streamed it. Uh, the Jungle Cruise. Jungle Ooh. Cruise. I, listen, great I'm streaming movie. Listening. Great streaming movie. Okay. That, that sounds like you're saying streaming movie. So what's the caveat there? Nothing new in this at all there's some like if you've been like my michelle was on was recently on the ride like in the last couple of years and there's like jokes thrown in like like actual jokes from the the rider in there which is good you know it's always nice when they nod to where it comes from but you know when you have like emily blunt's great in it the rock is really good in it um he's always the rock anyways um See, i was gonna ask because i have a theory we're not a theory. I have a position. I don't think The Rock can top land a movie. So you said he was really good in this, though. He's, he's The Rock. He's no different. Yeah, but like, like I'm saying, you know, anytime he is the star of the movie, like he is the one like Rampage or San Andreas right. or Skyscraper. I'm sorry. The Rock can't top land a movie. What was the one where he was a cop with, uh, oh my gosh, with like the guy who's Stifler? <laughs> oh, um, shit. I just had, I just, the, the uh, oh shit. It was just, yeah, he didn't use guns. I know what right. you're talking about. He goes to get him out of some illegal mining thing going on in Brazil. I know what right. you're talking about and I can't remember it off the top of my head. I'm going to look it up as you go. Did you like it? It was fun. It was fun. It was a fun Disney movie. Um, I think, you know, it's worth the watch. Emily Blunt's great in it. There's some cool effects in it, some stories, a lot of swindling. What's the rundown? Is that it? The rundown? The rundown. Yeah, that's it. That was a fun movie. I liked that movie. Well, okay. And And I liked him in Jumanji. He's great in Jumanji. But okay, hold on. But I'm talking top line. He's really good in an ensemble. No well, question. Top line is, or what uh, would you say? The um, rundown, he is top line. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That one I thought was decent. And there's even that whole scene. Walking Tall wasn't bad. Right, but. He was fine. He, was, he, was, he carried the movie. I'm not saying he's terrible. I'm just saying he can't top like. Like, no one's going to see... Okay, he's not Tom Cruise, okay? No. Not That's yet. my point. He does much better when he's got an ensemble cast to play off of. Like right. in the Fast and the Furious films. Or in the Jumanji films. There, right. I think he's really fun and great. But like, you know... I did watch him in Ballers on HBO and he was really good in that. 
Okay, and that's fine. I can't speak to that. I haven't seen it. I'm not, listen, I'm not dissing The Rock because, number one, the guy could, you know, squeeze his arm and pop my head like a zit. Okay. <laughs> no, but I think I think if you want to see him like actually act, I think Ballers he was really good in, like as okay. acting. I'm okay with that. So, so Jungle Cruise, you say thumbs up. He did good. Yeah, in his, his thumbs up. I don't know. You know, you might be a little less if you paid thirteen dollars for it or something, but you know, it's for kids. Would like it too? I think it's good. There's some fun stuff in there. Okay. I would say, you know, six, seven out of ten, something like that. So would you watch Jungle Cruise or The Tomorrow War, War first? Oh, I think Jungle Cruise. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'd say Jungle Cruise and I've seen Tomorrow War. <laughs> huh? I would say Jungle Cruise as well. And I, I haven't seen it, but I've seen Tomorrow War. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But there were some people I really liked in Tomorrow War, but just didn't story-wise. Right. I wanted it. Sam Richardson. I was hoping he was going to. Yeah. He was good. And he was fine. He was funny. He was good. I want, but I wanted more of him and less of Chris Pratt. Right. Which is usually, I like a lot of Chris Pratt, but this time I wanted more Sam Richardson. Go ahead. Anyway. What was your. Well, I actually didn't write it down, but speaking, I, uh, speaking of the rock and the fast and furious, I finally watched F9 this weekend. See, so now, you, you've seen up. them all. You've seen everything now. No. I have not seen Hobbs and Shaw. Okay, so I still we're one on one. I gotta get. We gotta watch F nine. I heard it was the worst one. Um, I would not say that. I would say instead, I, I think three is still the worst one. Um, the Tokyo Drift. But you, you didn't see it. But I haven't seen it yet. So. <laughs> so I hate when you do that. Like you don't know if it's the worst one. You didn't see Tokyo Drift. You didn't see it. Okay. I'm, I have no interest in seeing it, so I will go see it at some point. It's up there with uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'll get to it. Maybe. All right. But, okay, fine. And it's uh, it's not worse than the fourth film, Fast and Furious. I think what I it is. The fourth, I think the fourth one was starting to hit its, starting to hit its gear, right? Well, like I said, back. Okay. obviously I can't speak about three because I haven't seen it. One was good. Two was all right. It wasn't quite as good as one, but it was fun. Can't speak about three. Four is like, okay, yeah, we've seen this already. But then five is when they switch to heist films. Right. And that's when it jumps up. Five, five and is better than good. one. And then six is better than five. And seven then, is even better yet. And then eight. No, six I think was the apex. Six or seven, one of the two. I don't remember. Which is the one where they're in... Uh, Dubai and they drive a car from one skyscraper. The Charlie's third one. I think that's the seventh one. Is that the seventh one? Yeah. Maybe that's what I thought was best. Regardless, regardless, I, I don't think this one was the worst, but that's the I, one. Yeah. That, the seven is one where Han dies, right? Charlie's Theron. Is it? I don't know. I think so. I thought he died in six. It doesn't matter. The, the point is it, at this point, it's almost like, like, they kept one-upping themselves, and I don't know that they can, and they tried to in F9. Um, and it's just like, it's it's the same movie every time. Whereas, I don't know. I guess you could say that in the last several movies. But, I mean, they, they did something like, you know, in F8, you know, was it F8 where they Dom uh, basically worked against him? Mm-hmm. 
That's the Charlize like, Theron one. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's story. So it's it's not seven. It was yeah, eight's that one. Yeah. So you know she turned things around. No. So it doesn't matter. We're we're, we're spending way right, too much time. Because it's on nine now. Right. Yeah. You're right. I don't know. Yeah. We'll do a whole <laughs> breakdown. Right. So I, it was fine, but when, you know what? Fast when Fast Ten Your Seat Belts comes out, well, your we'll son came a, up with that, right? Yeah. The fast which, ten which son again? That was Nick, the middle one. At least that's who texted us. So we need to put that. We need to start the hashtag. Fast ten year seatbelts. Seat make sure Nick gets credit. Right. Because that's um, what has the next one. When that one comes out and it's done, we'll do a whole retrospective of the entire. It'll be a big Is that thing. Okay. Last one, huh? Anyway. So right, I finally so saw on, that. Under your your geek this week. Uh, watch that. Uh, I finally finished uh, Vision Volume 2, which is, there's only two volumes, and it was surprisingly emotional and fantastic. Really? So, yeah. Um, the whole gist is basically Vision decides to create a family. He creates a wife that's kind of based on the brain patterns of Wanda, and then he wow. creates two children, and then shit doesn't go right, because if everything went right, where would the conflict be, right? Right. Surprisingly emotional. Uh, you know, this book got a lot of hype. I enjoyed it the whole way through, but the last two issues are like, yep, this is where the hype was. This was amazing. Um, and I, I also read, uh, speaking of comics, I read the Japanese manga Parasite Volume 1. I think I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. I started it. I finished it. It's fantastic. Um, and then last but not least, I, for whatever reason, it took me a year to read the fifth Murderbot book. It took me four days to read the sixth. <laughs> wow. Was it a pamphlet? Well, no. So here's the thing. Uh, one through four and six are all novellas. So they're around 200 or less pages. So they're quick reads. Yeah, the fifth one was the first novel. So, gotcha. But that just meant it was twice as long. For whatever reason, it took me forever to read that. I know we read Dune in as well, and I tried to read both, and I couldn't do it. I know we read Ready Player Two, but there were other things I was reading. I just it took me about a year to finally finish it. So, but then I read the sixth one, and I pick it up, and I put it down four days later, and I'm done. So gotcha. I just that was funny. That's my geek this week. All right. Well, since last we spoke, after our what would we call it? Uh, round, round table on the MCO. Yeah. On the MCU where it goes from last um, podcast. We have had two episodes of the bad batch. We now have two more left after episode 14. Um, I, I thought maybe I hinted around it, um, but maybe that was for pre-show last time. So I thought that's why I thought we talked about it. Um, episode 13 was called infestation and infested. Episode, infested. Yeah. And, and, uh, Episode 14 is War Mantle, but, uh, you know, my take quickly on, on, on this, and we can dive deeper into it, is um, I was really kind of upset with 13. I, I wanted more story, like, uh, you know, get back to, I know there was only so many episodes left. I'm like, get back to, like, you know, the chase, you know, of Empire and Bad Batch and all that. Instead, we got to, you know help Sid episode. And, um, it's interesting. It was like a little bit of like, uh, um, Indiana Jones and the temple of doom kind of feel, you know, with the mind car thing and 
Oh yeah, stowing and that kind of stuff. Um, get a, a heist, a bit of a heist episode. Um, I don't know. I, I it was fine. I just thought that would be better if it was way earlier in the season. You know, introduce a couple new characters that I'm sure will play up later for, um, Omega because she seems to like find the good in everybody and they they come back to help her. So I'm guessing the guy, um, at the end of this episode. Uh, that the pikes cut off of um, they cut off one of his horns. I can't remember the guy's name. Roland. Roland. There you go. Roland Durand. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So for that episode, it wasn't so great. I mean, it was kind of nice that they kind of brought the pikes and the 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 syndicate and the underground. Will they go further with that? Maybe we don't even know. We still don't know if we're getting a season two. That's why I'm like, get to the story. So, um. So yeah, what is your take on that episode? You probably loved it. <laughs> I did, which is funny because I think we talked about it last week ever so briefly that I was like, I love that episode. I thought it was really fun. And now it was I know, fun. It was fun, but see, I think you're a little focused on you want to get to the you want to get to the the story. You want to, you know, not necessarily the story, but you it, it's meandering a bit here and there, but you want to get to the meat and potatoes. And I really like this side episode. No, I, I do too. It just, you know, if you tell me that there's a season two, then I would have been 100% fine. Can I hear what I it was? Because it's like, that. for all I know, it's one season. And I, this feels like, you know, I know what Filoni does. He's laying breadcrumbs. This was his, uh, um, like from Mandalorian when in episode season one where he goes to free that captive Twi'lek mm-hmm. and you know, the band of crazies. And then season two, he goes and gets, what's his name out? Um, I got my head, my head with names today. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I do. I also think that Filoni is laying some breadcrumbs here. I don't think this is the last time we're going to see uh, Roland Durand. And I think the fact that they showed him mercy and helped him right. is going to work to their advantage when <clears throat> they need it sometime in the near future. Right. And I think that's exactly what Filoni's doing. It's kind of like, I don't know if you ever watched that show MacGyver in the 80s. A little bit. Uh, there's this episode, I don't remember what episode it was, but he's somewhere in the Middle East and he's escaping from somewhere and he uh, he subdues, uh, basically it's a teenage kid who's got a rifle and he subdues him and whoever he's helping escape is like, well, why don't you kill him? You know, he can't come after us. Then he's like, no, we don't, I don't do that. I don't kill. And then the episode ends where he gets caught. Like they're just about to escape and they have to like basically cross this river or something and they get caught and the person holding the gun is the teenager he let get away. Or the teenager he let, you know, who he didn't kill. And the teenager looks the other way and they escape. So he's like, you learned a lesson there, right? Right. So same kind of thing here. Roland, yes, he, uh, you know, he, he got taken down a couple notches, but the uh, the Bad Batch were there to help him. And I think it's going to pay off in the end. Absolutely. It's going to pay off. That's Yeah, I totally get it. And if that's why I said if there's a season two. I know it's going to pay off. Will it pay off in the next two episodes? Maybe that feels a little early, right? I, I, I hear but you. But it could. But it could. And um, I gotta say, I 
obviously, having not watched the show, either Clone Wars or Rebels, to the level that you did, um, my first real exposure to the Pikes was in uh, what, Season 7 of the Clone Wars. I know they've been around for a while, and yes, I know they were in Solo. Mm-hmm. They look a lot different in Solo. and I don't know why that is, but anyhow, continuity, whatever. But I really like the Pikes as bad guys. I want to see more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get that there's various crime syndicates. I know there's the Huts. You've got, what, Golden Dawn or something like that? Isn't that one? Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn, sorry. Um, That's Solo. What's what's that? That was Solo. Let's learn about Crimson. That was was what the head, the lead of that was. The Pikes also showed up, too. The Pikes. um, Oh, yeah. The Pikes were controlling uh, Castle. Yep. And I, and of course, I love, I love the fact that this is a show kind of for kids, but not really. But I just yeah. love that here we have the Pikes basically shipping drugs, right? I know it's called Spice. It's Dune Spice. Yeah, it's I. It's obviously an homage to the Spice. For homage. sure, for sure. Because you know. Uh, What's it go? Uh, good artists borrow, great artists, artists steal. Isn't that something like that? That's what Picasso said, yeah. Okay, there you go. And obviously, Lucas ripped off the spice from Dune. Well, it's, I think it definitely was homage. I mean, when, when the line is, you know, will be sent to the space mines or the... Uh, yeah, when three PO said we'll be sent, we sent to the space mines a castle smashed and into new new hose what new who knows what. I thought he says spice mines. Isn't that what I said? Yeah, the spice I mines of Kessel. Space. Sorry, spice mines, space. spice mines of Kessel. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess, I guess my approach to this show is, I guess I don't give a shit if they do a second season. So. I mean, I'm enjoying it, and I, I'm thinking the show's growing. I'm getting more attached to the characters. I like the intrigue, and I like how dark it's going, and we'll get to bit of that a bit more when we get to War Mantle. And maybe that's just appealing to my own sense, because, like, Clone Wars say, Season 7 was not a light episode either. It was very dark as well. Right. And maybe that just appeals to me that we get to see a darker side of Star Wars that, you know, I like the darker side. I would... I like the Mandalorian because of that. I mean, yeah, there's some lightness to it as well, but give me, give me the under the seedy underbelly of the empire or just the whole galaxy. And I'm there for it. I'm digging it. Well, absolutely. Let's, let's move to the next chapter um, called War Mantle or episode. This is really interesting. So Rex contacts them to come help, uh, with a distress signal and if you know the clone troopers they're they're there and you find out you know it's gregor that was actually there who was you know one of the kind of a big star in in, in the clone wars and rebels uh, too right and rebels he as well show up at least um well he'll show up later in rebels yes gotcha yeah yeah one thing real quick before you go too far it appears you can only send a hologram to people to ask for help if you're wearing a cloak. Is that how it works in Star Wars canon? Right. Well, something to cover first and then come up. Yes. If you Leia, need help, lay ahead it. You better have a cloak or something over yeah, your head. Yeah, you're jacked. <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, you have something to cover your head. You're, it's like a religion. 
So like, you know, Vader has the helmet, so he's fine when he does it. Um, there were holograms in the prequels where they're just sitting in the chair and all the Jedi, they didn't have hoods on, but they all wear cloaks anyways. calling for help. Right. When you call for help, you need a hood. Right. Right. <laughs> Even Obi-Wan back in uh, yep. episode two. First, he puts it on when the wind comes. Anyways, maybe he gets, you know, like tinfoil hats. It gets a better reception. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so they go and and, and try and help uh, Gregor, and they find it, infiltrate this base. And this base has a huge ramification to the Star Wars timeline, or I guess the Emperor's... Uh, change of of the way they do business yep they they they're captured they go in this uh would you call it a battle station maybe it's a training battle station empire it works because it was a clone training facility because they had clones and stuff in there too anyways um gregor was one of the trainers of what they do now find is conscripted stormtroopers yes. and you saw that the old there's a few um clone troopers that, that are helping these battalions learn, but the outfits that they're wearing are the original drawings of Ralph McQuarrie's Stormtrooper. So it was really cool that they brought the old artwork in. Um, See, it's cool, but the cynic in me is like, oh, yeah, another Stormtrooper variant so they can make another action figure to sell Of course, but that one's been out before. Okay, well, maybe so. Um, but, but did yeah. you notice that each of those stormtrooper units was commanded by a Republic commando. Right. That's what I'm saying. They were there to, to help teach them, right. To command them and move. Um, but it's interesting because correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, yes, you have the clone troopers, which are all based on Jango Fett, blah, blah, blah. Basically all the soldiers are based off Jango Fett, but I thought the, uh, Republic commandos, they went, they were a little different. Weren't they given more or more freedom? Or more I don't. Freedom? I don't know. I think they're the ones that excelled. Maybe I don't know okay. if they had a different program or maybe there was like here's commando program. I don't. I don't know. Not that I was deep. Just curious. Yeah, not that deep. Because obviously they're training them and they're much more steadfast in their allegiance to the empire. Right. The public commandos. That is. Right. Well, um, I guess they'd be the uh, empire commandos. Right. Right. But at the same time, all this is happening, you see on Camino, they know shit's coming down from the Empire. Like, um, so they try to devise a plan to, to get as many people off planet, but they get kind of caught in all of that. Um, so knowing that, that maybe the Empire is going to cancel their clone army contracts, um, they're kind of caught in the act and they come back to the room and he's in front of, and I, I have to read because I can't remember what's it's uh, uh, Lama Sue is the leader and basically um, tries to get around, try, tries to get, tries to get out of it by saying, Oh no, you know, this didn't happen, but um, they did get caught. Uh, but Lama Sue, I think, is going to be gone now. <laughs> they kind of shut the door, but they kept they kept uh, the scientist person, which was um, uh, Nala Say. So, which makes sense. I mean, that fits. I mean, yes, this show takes place way, way before the movies, but they're cloners before the original. But it does have a through line all the way through to the second season of Mandalorian. 
and the rise of Skywalker with the clones. They want that, you know, they want that cloning technology. They want that cloning expertise because they're going to use it later. Right. Bring back Palpatine. As stupid as that was. But. Well, as they keep building these little stories, it won't be as stupid, will it? Yeah. It's bringing him back is completely dumb. (laughs) It's horrible. (laughs) We won't go down that road again. But you're right. It, it, It does take that dark turn where Rampart literally says to Lama Sue, I have need for a scientist. <laughs> right. I don't have need, have need for a politician. For a politician. <laughs> right. The oh, door's closed. And it was funny. So not that you spoiled it in any way, shape, or form, but you said that it went dark. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen it yet, so I'll watch. So when that scene happened and they shut the doors and they were walking away with Nala Say, I kept waiting to hear a blaster go off. Like, they, like did they yeah. just fucking off him? And obviously that did not happen. I don't but know. I thought I, maybe there was a blaster, so I have to go back and watch. Well, now I have to double check. I don't think yeah. maybe I don't know, but if there is, I mean that is pretty dark. Yeah, Star Wars cartoon, like <laughs> straight up execute. But then again, <laughs> well, I guess it's not that out of out of character. I mean, Anakin showed up, and there's the younglings, and then yeah, <laughs> next scene there's no younglings. There's no younglings. Yeah, so right, little, it can yeah. go dark. Yeah. Um. At the same time, um, we lose Hunter. I mean, yeah. that was a pretty that that was Omega was pretty upset. That was where it got dark there too. And Hunter's um, captured, not killed. We thought maybe he would die. like the dude fell pretty hard. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But that was a cool escape though. Like that was a really well executed like um, action sequence. Not everybody got there, but you know, Gregor made it alive. They got him off, but. You know, now the thing was that I'm wondering, you know, when are they going to stop using stun guns? Because they were stunning everyone and they were getting their ass shot at. But then when the helicopter, the helicopter, but but when their their ship came back and Wrecker pulled that Gatling gun, he was not using stun anymore. He was no. mowing them down. Wrecker was killing people. Right. Or everyone else was stunning everyone, which. Well, they didn't want to kill their own, right? They didn't want to kill their own. Right, exactly, and I get that, but right, their 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 own are not playing the same game. Well, they're not their own. That's the thing. That's why they're doing that, right? They're stunning. I mean, yeah, they're stunning them all, but not, the stormtroopers are just conscripts or volunteers. Yeah, at that point, they can kill them. I guess, I suppose. I don't know, but will the transition be there now? Will they shoot to kill in the next couple of episodes? Um, because now they've got to they've got to go get Hunter. You know, and the last scene is Crosshair coming in. Like, now, is, how much do you think Crosshair is Clint Eastwood? I feel like they really <laughs> modeled it. I can see that. Oh, totally now. Oh, yeah. 100%. You got Stallone and Hunter. You got Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. Could Hunter be any more of a Rambo clone? I mean, he's got the, right. he's got the mullet. And right. He's got the headband. headband. So but, who, who who's record then? Is that Schwarzenegger? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe more. I don't know. He's so dumb. Uh, I don't know who he is. More like uh, Sloth from the Goonies. God. But so what's worth record? Like, is I always thought that, uh, not record, that um, Hunter had face paint on that was, it made him look kind of uh, 
indigenous, but is that a tattoo on his face then? All that black stuff? Might be. I don't know. I'm assuming it's it's either one or the other, probably a tattoo. I used to think he, you know, put it on like war paint or something like that or some kind I of... I used to uh, too, but it never fades or... Camouflage, but he yeah. always has it on, so therefore... Right. right. Like, like with Wrecker, I mean, obviously he's got that scar and he's... I gotta believe he's blind in that eye. Well, the scar is from the... No, it's not from the chip. It was there before, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Anyway. So what did you think? Of that? I love that episode. I thought that was a, the action was great. Like I thought it was just so really, it was really, really good. As much as I like infested, I liked war mantle that much more. Yeah. For really me, fun. these last two episodes have been a very strong ascendance. I, I like yeah. the, I love the Ryloth stuff. Devil's deal, right? Risk and Ryloth. Cause of, Oh yeah. That know, was really good stuff. Of Hera. So, uh, now yeah. I just want to see now we're, we're, we're getting to, we got the penultimate one coming up on Friday. And then 16 the following Friday. Um, any predictions as to special guests that will show up? Oh, man. Cameos? How far will they go with the Empire? Will we see a Vader? Will we see a Inquisitor? I don't know. And, I, I, you know, I'm sorry I'm being quiet, which is not good for you. <laughs> audio thing such as the po- podcast uh, but you got me thinking and for a minute i thought will we see boba but no he's still too young we're, we're looking could at see boba boba was in clone wars there could be boba fett somewhere yeah but he's how old is he like in his early teens maybe yeah, like 14 maybe 15 i don't know i don't know how old he was in episode two was he 12 was he 14 i'm gonna go with just by looking at him i'd say he was no older than about 12 right and this is um, four years later, so he's 16, 17. It would be interesting because, well, he and Omega are the two unaltered. Allegedly, yep. Yeah. Right. Allegedly unaltered. No, you know what? I can't believe. Sorry, now I'm taking a divergent track here. I can't believe that Omega is unaltered. And I'm going to throw this out there. Because... If she was, if she's completely unaltered, does that tell me that Django and therefore Boba have an affinity for midi-chlorians and therefore the Force? We've not seen that. Well, we don't know if she has Force or not yet. We think so, but we don't I'm know. They so, kind of dialed, how- they, they dialed that back. They, they almost made her more able to adapt quicker because of maybe, but I don't know. But she learned how to fly quickly. She's really good with that bowcaster. I'm thinking, and they haven't come out and said it, but I think it's been heavily alluded to, especially on that episode where she was in that planet where that creature was eating the flashlights or whatever, or eating the power right. supplies, that she is Force-sensitive. It's it's almost been slapped right in your face. Right. So, I don't know this. This is me guessing. If I'm right, cool. If not, well, if I'm right, I'm probably right as several other thousands of people who think this, but she's blonde. She is a clone of Django, but Django was not blonde and neither is Boba, but Anakin was. And Anakin, mm. not only was he blonde, Sandy and quite, wasn't quite blonde. Okay. But he was also, he, he was chock full of midichlorians. Remember? Right. So, off they the say charts. she's 
they say she's unadulterated, untouched. But if you're going to clone and take, I mean, how many times has Anakin been to um, uh, Kamino? Uh, never. More than once, right? We've never seen him there. Really? Not that I, I don't think he was there in any Clone Wars. Obi-Wan was there. Oh, that's right. Damn it. Maybe, maybe there's holes in my theory then. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But I, right now, I'm starting to think that maybe, maybe there might be some Anakin in there because this being Star Wars, you have to tie in Darth Vader and Palpatine and everything. Right. That Good. would explain her force sensitivity too. Good. I mean, um, technically, Qui Gon Jinn has a sample of Anakin that he sent back to the log, so his blood samples in there. Oh yeah, I don't know. So maybe, maybe Sheev Palpatine grabbed some of that and threw a test over to Camino. Make this, make it. Who knows? Right. Um, but I'm looking forward. Like we've got two more weeks of Bad Batch. I think it's going to end really well. I I, I hope that uh, we hear about a season two or something else after this. I hate for it to just stop. Lead into something else would be nice, animated wise. I hope they always have some kind of animated series going because I think it gives them breathing room to do some things, you know, yep. test some things. Yep. Um, so I hope they do that. Um, you know, it's about all we got for the next two weeks, Michael. There's nothing coming out. That's okay. We'll come up with stuff to talk about. We've got we're we're smart guys. I mean, look at us. <laughs> this episode started, and we said, "Oh, it's probably going to be a short episode." At least I thought it would be. And now we just hit an hour. Bullshit. But we, lo- but we lost everybody at. 30 minutes so that's true well <laughs> uh, except those that are that's still really into the bad badge that's right that's right all right um i think that's going to cover bad batch this week um if you guys have any thoughts or ideas of where bad batch may go between now and episode 16 let us know uh, michael can tell you how to let us know well you can let us know on twitter or instagram both those places you can find us at kyvercast or, if Facebook's more your thing, you can stop by either our group or page at the KyberCast. Cool. Um, if it's your first time listening to the KyberCast, thank you so much for giving it a shot. Uh, hopefully you come back. If you've listened for a while and you want to help us out, tell a friend about the show. Um, that really is the best way to get this podcast out there. Uh, leave a review or something on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Could be Google. Could be Amazon. Could be Spotify could be anywhere. I don't know. Could be on our own site at thekybercast.com. You can always listen to our episodes could be there SoundCloud. as well. Could be SoundCloud too. Um, so yeah, tell them about us, share it. That would be very, very helpful. Um, until, I don't know, next week, Michael, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.